0: Yo, it's The Heavy hitter DJ Wild Lott, and you're now plugged into the Subject Thread podcast with your host, Nyla Lavelle. Like there are certain people that have these ability to be independent contractors, self employed, day traders, real estate investors, singers, artists, those type of people. Avenues within the real estate umbrella, because there's so many different ways to make money in real estate. I think a lot of people miss that. Right, right, and that's very true because when you say real estate, that's a that's the umbrella, right? That's what, and then there's so many other strategies. So, real quick, what I'll do for our listeners is explain a little bit about what wholesaling real estate is. I, I like I like that question because what Con- I was just talking about this yesterday, and I feel like with, with Kanye, he's like he does things that we all do behind closed doors. Yeah, I've never been asked that. it's is <laughs> <the> subject. <laughs> I We different here. (laughs) You are now tuned in to Subject Thread Podcast, giving you real dose of storyboard conversations, art, money, culture, and more. Hey, what is up, guys? What is up? Another episode here. Subject Thread Podcast is upon you, and it's been a minute. It's been like two weeks since I dropped a new episode, and sometimes that has to happen. Like the last time I had a break from doing consistent episodes was, I want to say around the holidays. So this is right on time. And every couple of months, I may take off like a two-week segment of where I'm not doing brand new episodes. With that being said, I have about 16 new episodes already done and they're being edited now. So I'll start dropping them soon as well. But this episode is one of my quick, my quickies, where I just talk about whatever I need to talk about. And I did this episode before I listened to it, and I didn't like it. to be honest with you, I felt like I left out some gems, but you're gonna leave out some gems, and I thought about it, you're gonna leave out some gems, but there was a couple things that were kind of like too severely important for me to leave out. So basically, my son just graduated from college a couple of weeks ago now. That was another thing, so I was like, I'm not gonna really drop too much. So I was thinking about how he got there and I was thinking about financial literacy and the things that were not taught a lot of times in households that are black households were not taught that like the percentage of people that are not taught financial literacy in the black household is really, really wild. And I'm going to be honest with you. My friends that are not quote unquote black. I learned a lot of shit from them. Like I got to keep it a buck with you. I have friends that are all layers and my Jewish friends, I watched her mother and how they saved and how everybody got a piece of property and just a lot of different things. And I took a little bit from here and there, here and there. I did a lot of reading and I was like, yo, I don't want my son to experience certain Things, you know, naturally. Now we're in the age of technology where if your kids don't know financial literacy, it's really on you now. It's really, really, really on you because I feel like we know better by watching our parents or our caregivers or however our lives was. Like I was going by 16, but I saw enough in those 16 years to say, yo. You know what I'm saying? As you become an adult, because finances also mess up relationships as well. So basically, I'm going to give you a couple of things that I did with my kid. I did a lot of stuff. <laughs> but I'm going to give you a couple of things that I did. Now, when it came time to doing allowance, I had an allowance for him. And that's something that a lot of parents don't be doing. And I don't understand why not, because it gets them in the habit of earning, you know, what they're working for which is real life. I don't care if you're super financially stable and the child probably won't work an average job. Just a habit of that. Like there's nothing in this world that's free. You're going to pay for something in some form or fashion, even if it's not monetary. You're going to pay for something. So, he had an allowance. He had a, he, he had a schedule and a calendar as well. So I gave him his little email address and this is when Yahoo was popping. So it was like yahoo.com. You can go in to the email account and you can actually create a calendar. So every month he knew exactly what he was doing. I was really big on that. He knew what our agenda was going to look like for the summertime. He knew what he had to do for the week. I was so big on the things that weren't given to me that I implemented those things for him. So when people hear me talk like this, like especially on social media, they're like, oh, damn, you really be about your shit. Yes, absolutely. Social media is a component of us. Um, A lot of times it's our alter ego because we can go in there and act up, you know what I'm saying? But it's not who we, a lot of times, really who we are in depth. So... He had a calendar. We had our calendar and he would be able to go in, log on to the email account, go into the calendar and see exactly what he had to do for the week. So if he had to pass out flyers at the supermarket, he knew exactly why he had to do that and what date he was going to do that and from what hours he was going to do that. That's what I would have him doing for my office or whatever I would be doing. He would have to pass out flyers. He would know when he had to take out the garbage because... Even back then, I paid for water and sewage, especially when you own a home. You got to pay for those things. So he would know when they're coming and when he would have to have that done. But I also didn't give him the traditional things that most boys do. I gave him a little bit of all of it. So he one week, he could be washing dishes. One week, he could be taking out the garbage. One week, he could be cooking breakfast. Like I felt like he had to know different elements and different things of life. So one week I'm on doing something, one week he's on doing something, if that makes any sense to you. And that's kind of like how I am with my nieces and nephews as well. Like when they're around me, I try to give them a little bit of everything and they get rewarded. But it's not rewarded like, yo, you're going to have to do this regardless. It's like rewarded like when you do things, this is how you get rewarded. So he had an allowance. And with that allowance, we would talk about what he was going to do with his allowance. I would want to have a discussion with him. And he would tell me, well, I want to go buy toys or go buy this and that. And this is how we got into the habit of, no, you're going to save. And what I would do with him is there's these two, there's these water jugs. I don't know if you guys know those old school water jugs that, how do I explain it? You would get these water jugs. You can get them like at garage sales. My great grandparents had them, they gave them to me. So what I would do is, whatever change I had, I would put it in the water jug. And then whatever he didn't, whatever change he had from his allowance, he had to put it in the water jug. So that's how I got into the habit of, you have to save your money. So what would happen is, at the beginning of the summer, whatever was in those water jugs, he can have. And a lot of times it would be filled up to the brim because it was a couple of them. They're the big ones. And if he would have like two or $300 in savings because of the water jug. So I, I had to be creative on how I was doing it. Now, mind you, I was like the first generational person thinking like this because I wasn't taught money management and I wasn't taught budgeting and I wasn't taught savings. So I was fumbling a little bit, but we were getting it done. Now, when he turned 16, that's when I started having him piggyback off my actual credit cards. And that's going to be something that we'll talk about later because I can't just spend 10 minutes on that, but it's a method and it's a great method. And I think that people need to utilize it. Even when you're in relationships, if you're really serious, like you're serious, serious, or even married, piggybacking off of the stronger person's credit is always a plan. So yeah, I I showed him budgeting. You got to show a child budgeting. You got to show a child budgeting. And what's so great about now is that there's a lot of debit cards that are kid-friendly. With those debit card companies, they have little educational videos for the children. They didn't have this coming up when he was coming up, but they have this shit now. So that's why I say like, if you're not teaching your children financial literacy... It's on you. And this episode is probably not for a child to listen to because I've already said a couple of s words. (laughs) But this is for us. This is like I'm having this lingo. I covered budgeting. You got to budget. I've covered an allowance. There should be no reason why you're not giving your child an allowance right now. And you may think like, "Well, I'm paying their cell phone bill if they have a cell phone, or I'm buying them everything they want. That's nice, but you're not giving getting them into the habit of." taking money and actually purchasing something on their own, the freedom of what that looks like, what it looks like to do it on a debit card. I think that everything should be done in the debit card because you can monitor it. You can actually look at what you're spending. It's a great tool. You know what I'm saying? So I think that every parent should get their child a debit card. Every parent should be giving their child an allowance. Even if you feel like, yo, I don't have room for an allowance. If you're taking them to get like a Starbucks or... I love Panera Bread, by the way. If you're taking them to get Panera Bread or cupcakes or whatever that you do on the week, take them to the movies, the stuff you're already doing. Get them $20 a week if you have the budget like that. Get them $20 a week and see how they handle that. Real talk. And when they go up to the register and they, you be like, you got your money, you got paid for the week, use those incentives because it goes a long way. Children love to hear that they're doing something dope. And they are, because you're giving them the ability to be financially independent when it comes for that time, because college will hit if they choose to go to college, because you got kids that want to be entrepreneurs. But these are the things that I did. Like He had an allowance. We went over his budget. We went over our calendar. And the thing about it is, what struck out to me is one time he went and bought him a slice of pizza. With his money, the pizza fell. And the reaction on him was like, yo. And what I said to him was when it fell, because I wasn't going to buy him another piece of pizza because he bought it initially with his own money. I said, yo, you see how it feels when it's your money, you work for something and you lost it. Right. Those stories, those are real life stories. But those little statements meant so much to him that now that my son is of age, he don't even play with his credit. He don't play with his bills. He don't like it. He'll tell you. My son, he has my patterns now. So he'll pay his bills in advance. And he'll say to you, because I don't even want to deal with it. That's how I live. I live in six to 12 month increments. Most people don't live like that, but I like to pay my bills in six six to 12 month increments, meaning I pay my cell phone for the year. I pay all my websites for the year. Anything that I can pay for the year or six months increments, six months to a year, I just knock it out. I don't want to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? And I'll get into the benefits one day about why I do it like that. But just in in short, when you pay things in advance, a lot of times you get 30 to 40% off just for doing that. And a lot of people don't know those hidden gems. They don't know those hidden gems. So budget, teach your child how to budget, get them a debit card, give them an allowance. You got to get them an allowance and I'll cover the next episode, well, not the next episode, but the next time I talk about what you should do with your child on piggybacking off the credit, how important that is. Like That builds them credit when they're a sophomore or junior in high school. And before you know it, they go to college. But when they go to college, don't let them get that credit card that they shoved down the kid's throat. My son ain't even have to go through all of that because he already had credit But they do that on purpose. But you know that's a whole nother conversation. But those are the things that like off the rip that I can tell you. An allowance is essential because it shows them how it will be when they earn money. But you got to actually give them a task. Like my son, he worked with me. I had him outside passing out flyers. Like if I had any kind of a convention, he was there handling his business. Like, yo, I got him into the habit of that. Then I also got him into the habit of once a week, we would dress up and we would go to a nice restaurant and I would have him pay for the meal sometimes. And that's a whole nother kit caboodles. But those are, the, those are the three things right off the rip that I could tell you to do right now that you could totally do. Get them in the habit of that and get them a debit card. There's no reason why they shouldn't have a debit card. If you 10 and older, if they 10 and older, they should have a cell phone and a debit card. We living in a different age, okay? 10 and older. Cell phone debit card, cell phone debit card, and you can monitor everything on that cell phone, honey. <laughs> Let me tell you, yo, you can monitor everything on that cell phone. It's we living in different times. The child should have a cell phone. Okay, you could add it on to the to your plan. It's not a big deal. They can get a regular phone. Anybody knows me. I just buy my phones right out. I don't like having plans. I don't want to be giving you 20 and 30 dollars additional for the newest phone when I could just buy. A phone and then get it unlocked and then just have a plan. Like people know how I operate. I don't even play, I don't play with it because I know I know what they do. I know how people want to make extra money. And I'm not paying a buck 30 or $1.50 a month. Cause it comes out to be way more than buying an unlocked phone and getting a service for like $40 or $50 a month. I'm very smart when it comes to that. I'm very frugal in some areas, and that's one of the areas. So Yep. Listen out for some more episodes this week. The Love Series Part 2 is dropping this week. I got a bunch of episodes dropping next week and so on. Thank you for supporting us. 180,000 plus streams since we dropped in what, August 2020? We're not even a year old. I got a lot more things popping for Subject Thread Podcast. DJ Waller is going to be dropping our summer mix That's going to drop in about a month, 2021. That's going to be dope. If you haven't listened to DJ Wallace mixes for us, definitely do so. I'll drop them in the description and our show notes. A lot of things happening you know, for Atlanta, the Atlanta move. I can't wait till this whole pandemic is over because I'm going to be doing the podcast with live people and it's going to be actually broadcast. So I'm getting ready to kind of gear up for that. That's coming in a couple of months in October. I have my showcase, my art showcase. So things is popping. You know, thank you for supporting us. Like I said, you can stream us on Deezer, Amazon Music, Spotify, um, iHeartRadio, everywhere that you get your podcasts and on subjectthreadpodcast.com. Peace, I'm out.